0: Welcome everyone to Living an Organic and Ergasmic Life, a podcast by Yvette Summers. And yes, I'm so excited to share with you episode eight. Yes, episode eight I have Coach Sebastian. Yes, Coach Sebastian thrives on helping people live a happy, healthy, and vibrant life. He's a holistic nutrition coach, herbalist, meditation and breathwork teacher, hypnotherapist and trainer. After a few life-changing experiences in 1999, like witnessing a close relative die from cancer and having a spiritual awakening, his purpose became very clear while taking on a vow to help alleviate. The sufferings of others he was introduced into health and wellness industry at an early age of 19 years old by first becoming a massage therapist then submerging himself into nutrition health Western herbalism psychology and sacred sexuality yes <laughs> in 2003 with a love for nutrition Cooking and business, he opened up a health cafe in Miami, winning Best Vegetarian Restaurant two years in a row. The cafe also served as a conscious community hub for a few years before he headed out west, moving to the Bay Area, Oakland, California. In 2005, there he had the privilege to study under some great spiritual teachers like Qigong masters, Shaolin monks, Taoist priests, Tibetan yogis, Yamas and African Kwabalus mystic. One of the greatest takeaways from all those spiritual teachings was how to incorporate that into everyday living while also making them accessible to anyone so that they can discover their true potential of health and happiness. really excited to have coach sebastian on the podcast welcome coach
1: (laughs) yeah thank you so much for having me
0: yeah you are welcome the show is called living an organic and orgasmic life and it means something different to everyone so what does that mean to you
1: an organic and orgasmic life um I would say, to me, it would kind of mean living a, a a healthy, natural life, but living to your fullest, living to your, yeah, just living to your full potential, living in happiness, yes. um, just finding joy within life.
0: Absolutely, yes, and in your present moment, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and all your experiences, yeah. Just look looking at the beauty, I mean, I teach a lot about mindfulness, yeah, one of the things about that what I like to teach about mindfulness is that is like that that mindfulness is just really bringing like kind of hyper awareness to our, to the present moment, and when we do that, that's when you're able to start to see all these little these little hidden gems of beauty that you never noticed before
0: yeah, so I guess that
1: that would be an orga- organic orgasmic life, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's very nice. Also, I was actually inspired by you. I believe last week I was experiencing a week with no electricity and you had posted something about breathing, like a whole mm-hmm. one of your nostrils and and I did that. And it really did calm me. <laughs> nice,
1: <laughs> it really nice.
0: calmed my nerves. So thank you so very much. And I hope everyone that's listening get a chance to go to your Instagram. We'll, we'll get a chance to talk about that a little later on um, in the interview. So thank you for sharing that. And um, also, what is your passion? What are you passionate about?
1: Passion, um, I mean, there's a few different layers to it, but yeah uh, mostly mostly health, helping people helping people be healthy and helping yeah. people to thrive. you know, I think a lot of us just kind of figure out how to get by. Um, and I want to teach people and show people that we can do a lot more with our health, with our happiness, with our life. Yeah. So I, so I look at that through a holistic lens. So I look at your health, I look at spirituality, I look at mental health, sexuality. So all these different areas in our life that affect our health, like I want to help people thrive, basically. Yeah, that's like my main passion. Oops.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, I find that a lot of people that I interview, um, it's all about helping each other, right? That is mm-hmm. like the biggest um I would say organic and orgasmic feeling, (laughs) helping someone to uh, reach greater heights. So thank you. Thank you so much uh, for sharing that. Also, um, there you had sent me your quote, which was very profound, and I like it because you are the mm-hmm. author of your quote, and I—I I was really inspired by it. Can you tell me? Can you tell us what your quote is, and it, tell us what it means to you?
1: I gotta think about what I sent you. I think. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was about it was about uh, experiencing life. Yes. I'd rather experience life than wonder what could have happened. Um, yes. Yeah, that's pretty much my mantra for my whole my whole life. Um, I always just. <laughs> it's kind of so. I had I had a Taoist. Um, I studied with a Taoist priest for many years, and uh, one thing that he would tell me about me was that that I was a goat, in Chinese zodiac. And whenever mm-hmm. I would tell him all my all my ideas, he would just look at me and smile and just say like, "Wow, you're so ambitious." And then he'd tell <laughs> me about the goat. He would he wouldn't give me advice. I was expecting some feedback. But, you know, you're just like the goat. He's like the goat. What the goat does, it jumps. And then and then it figures out where it's going to (laughs) land. And it just keeps on jumping. That's how goats do in China on the mountain. They just jump from one little tiny rock without even thinking. (laughs) And I kind of (laughs) done that. Like, if I have an inclination to do something in my life, I'm just all in and I go. And it's helped me start businesses at a young age. Like, I opened up a restaurant at 23
0: because I told myself
1: I was going to have a business before I turned 24. And the way that life unfolded, I... I ended up opening my business a month before I turned 24.
0: Wow. And it was just,
1: it was just from a thought and a vision, and I just went all in. Um, done that with a couple of businesses. Uh, <laughs> I moved city. When I have a thought, like, I think I should go live in Oakland. And then I just packed up my restaurant and moved to Oakland. Um,
0: I love it.
1: And it's given me, yeah, it's given me a wonderful life of experiences. You know, a lot of people, I feel like they get caught up and they get stuck with fear. Or security, so they don't—they're not—they're—they just don't want to try new things. So I really don't let that—don't let that get in my way.
0: Yeah, that's well, you're my soul brother. On that note, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I never let anything stop me. I just go. I'm like, okay, I'm doing it. My family's like, what are you doing? I'll talk to you when I get there.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you yeah. and you're in, and I don't see things as failures either. Like I've, I've had I've had businesses that were a financial failure, but I I learned the most from those. Yes. Right. Rather than thinking like, oh, what could have happened? And just that 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 little feeling just kills me. <laughs> like wondering what could have been, you know?
0: Right. Right. Yeah. That's that's incredible. That's a great way of and then you meet of course you meet people that, that takes you to your next journey. Exactly. And...
1: <laughs> yeah. Just it's like just life starts to unfold. And maybe you had like an idea of where you were gonna go, but You meet someone else and you're like, okay, no, I'm going to go this way now. And your life changes. But if you didn't take that first step, you wouldn't be going anywhere.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Because I um, years ago, a woman had interviewed me here in South Africa. Um, It was a festival that ended up being canceled. It was the Soweto Jazz Festival. And I was so excited about this festival because I was going to be on it with Deborah Cox and some other celebrities. And I was like, yes, I'm going to be on this woman's panel. And they canceled <laughs> the festival and I was so hurt. And then this woman, she, this um, news group here, they asked to interview me and it turned out so great. And just recently, her and I got together to do a project together, which we're still in the midst of working together. And we laughed back then because, you know, we didn't know that we would be together like today, you know, like doing something together. So, you know, people that come into your life maybe they're um you don't really know what's happening until years later and then you reconnect i oh, remember so yeah all those experiences are good right yeah yeah awesome and um you know i'm i'm always i like to laugh <laughs> mm-hmm. i love to laugh and I think there's humor in everything, even in the darkest situation. You can find humor and laugh. Yeah. And I always ask my guests to share a funny story, if you have a funny story to share with us.
1: I mean, I got, I'm got i pretty sarcastic, so you help me out <laughs> and, and, and ask me for what area of my life, because I, lo- I, I find the jokes and everything, too, sometimes inappropriately, so...
0: <laughs> okay, um, I think there's all adults here, so you can just, just you know, just let your hair down or take your head off or whatever.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm feeling stuck. Hold on a second. Let me think. Um, <laughs> funny story.
0: Yeah, like anything. It's so funny because I was I interviewed Rocky Dewane. And, mm-hmm. you know, musicians are always, like, funny. They're comedians. I think all musicians are comedians because the timing, mm-hmm. right? They're so used to timing. And I had asked him the question, and he was like, you know what? I can't think of one thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you got to put me on a spot. I feel like,
0: right.
1: I mean, my, my social, I, I'd have to go on Facebook because I feel like on social media, I kind of just right. tell all the funny things that happen in my life.
0: Right. But I,
1: I can't think of it right now. Oh, my God
0: but it's so funny you know that's I, I i try and he was laughing he was like i can't i can't, absolutely can't think of anything and i'm always laughing i'm always like telling jokes but now that i'm on the spot that's why sometimes yeah, i try to you did. i i i said i just questions. missed i miss
1: i miss i just miss my stand-up moment man i've been waiting for it hold on <laughs>
0: Yes, you have. Something. I mean, I, ha-
1: I have some inappropriate stuff, but I don't. Know. <laughs> what? I mean, it's just kind of silly. It's kind of it's kind of more of a jerk kind of thing. Yeah, All right. No so shit. I lived in a, I lived in a building yes. in Miami where I had extremely. I don't even know I should tell this story. I don't even know. It's kind of inappropriate. It's gonna, a, it's gonna paint a bad picture of me. Well, <laughs> there's this really an, annoying lady that lived in my business in my building, and she was always up in my face. Always up in my face. Yeah. And uh, one time I'm walking my dog, and then she can't, like, she's doing the little baby talk to my dog. No, I don't even want to say that joke. That's just inappropriate. Never mind. Sorry. Sorry.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. So, you know, I'm going to have to hear this even after the interview. You're going to have to share this yeah. now because you just can't, like, leave me hanging like that.
1: All right. All right. <laughs> she's all like, she, she's like, what's she's like, what's she's like, did the little baby voice, like, oh, blah, 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 talking to my dog. and She's like, what's your doggy's name? and i was in a bad mood so i said my do- i said my dog's name is vagina <laughs> and the lady looked at me with this just like she just went pale eyes got big she said what i said vagina i said just call her that's her name and she just <laughs> abruptly she just walked away quick from that again which was great it was it was kind of a jerk <laughs> move <mood. laughs> But I was just so annoyed by her. She she just always invaded my space every time she saw me in the building, and it was just my kind of jerk move. So, yeah.
0: Oh well, that was it, that was so so. You know that was it was it was
1: it was priceless though. Like to see her face though, she did not expect that at all.
0: She... <laughs> oh well, you know you did the trick. I mean it worked, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So I, um, also, if you, like, if you had to write a love letter, it can be to yourself, it can be to your mom, it can be to your lady, it can be to whoever you choose to, what would that love letter say?
1: All right. So you're just going deep for all the emotions, huh? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> gonna go through the whole spectrum here. All right, you're gonna have me crying by the end of this podcast. Um, if I had to write a love letter, what it would say? What would it say? Hmm. I would say. Hold on. He's trying to get deep with me. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I probably should have read your question beforehand. Yeah. All right. I would say. I had to write a love letter to someone. I don't know to whom it may concern. I would say that. I would love. Oh. I would love to love you so unconditionally. And so fully. And so presently. That. It'll allow you to, to finally receive that amount of love and to put down, to put down your walls, your barriers. And then hopefully in return, you'd be able to love me that same way and that, and so unconditionally as well.
0: Nice. Something like that. Something like that. (laughs) Yeah, I had a friend to tell me. She goes, that I love your questions." Um, <laughs> yeah, so I definitely hit the spot, right? Mm-hmm. Which is <laughs> which is right. really great. Also, I know that um, in order for you to be who you are, Coach, you must have some incredible boundaries, right? So I I would love for you to share your boundaries, some of your boundaries with us.
1: Um, I, I would say it's more energetically. I mean, mm. verbally, I could, I could let people know, like, that's enough of my time. That's all I could do. But really, um, over the past years, I've had to learn how to energetically not attach myself so much to my clients' results because mm. I, they have to be, responsible for, for the work that they do as well like i could lead them i could show them the path i'm a guide ultimately and they have to do the work um so when i first started off i would take it really to heart when clients weren't getting good results either physically or mentally and uh, and then i would end up what i would end up doing it. i was end up giving a lot more energy to that client a lot more time just to try to help them out. So, so, so little by little, I had to learn to just kind of, I would say, almost like love them, love them from a distance.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah. And and then, and also communication. Like I'm really big on communication. Like like let me know where you're at from from a coach perspective, from a friend perspective, in a relationship. Like let's just be clear with our intentions. Yes. So that so that we know what's happening and we're not we're not lying to each other or, or, ha- or have false expectations, you know?
0: Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Good boundaries, you know, <laughs> fantastic boundaries. Um, I, because you're a coach, uh-huh. I know you have so many um, different ways to um, live an organic and orgasmic life. Um, even through your breathing technique, which I i mean, it helped me out so much as I it's so funny. We take for granted the little things. Right. Mm-hmm. And I had no electricity for seven days. And I was just like at one point, I, <laughs> I was like, I freaked out because I was calling like the center. I even went by. They call it ESCOM, the company here. I went by, but nobody's working, right? Everybody's working from home. Mm -hmm. And I talked to about 25 agents and all of them, you know, tells me the same thing. Call back in an hour. They're going to escalate it and send it to their supervisor. Every single agent said that to me. Mm -hmm. So I had like no faith, right, that it was going to happen. So I said, okay, that just get out of your head right now. Just like enjoy this time. You have to find the joy in this. And daytime is fine because I was able, I, I'm staying in an estate. So there's like a security guard gate. So I was able to, you know, take my computer and my phone and, and charge everything there. And then at nighttime, I would have candlelight dinner and, you know, even a mm. bubble bath with the candles and, you know, until nice. like after the third, after the third and fourth day, um, there was no more hot water. So mm. <laughs> I was like, OK, mm. now I have to like pat, you know, myself, you know, to, to <laughs> shower. And I was like, I took my tea kettle to their little booth and, you know, and just like warm the hot water. And I went back and forth to get hot water. But what I realized, I was like, wow, when I the electricity did come back, I really was like, I had such a different um, gratitude for, yeah. um, it was just like, wow, you know? I, <laughs> it yeah. was like, Definitely. I can cook, there's light, I mean, just like little things, right? So grateful um, Mm -hmm. that we just forget. It's like, how dare we like, forget, like just wake up and just take all of these things for granted. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, I, I just have a new set of eyes right now It was just like that training Mm -hmm. for me. And that one day that I woke up and I saw your post about breathing and I did it because I was uh, I was going to lose it. that day. <laughs> and people that know me, like I'm always happy, always smiling. Duh, 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 duh. But this day I was like, oh, my gosh. But then after I got over that, I mean, it. you know, I don't stay in that place for very long. I because I, I know that, you know, I can get out of it really fast. Yeah. But y- your breathing technique really helped. So what would you <clears throat> excuse me? tell um the audience what are some steps that they can take to live an organic and orgasmic life
1: well maybe let's start with what what you just said right so like the breath that's really that's like one of our most powerful tools that we have and a lot of times our our mind follows our breathing follows our breath so we get stressed out we start to have shallow breath. We start to, to breathe a little rapid, you know? You just breathe only like kind of in the top of your chest. So I would say just to, to bring, start bringing awareness to your breath throughout the day, especially right now, and like, you know, everything that we're going through in the world, like everyone's anxiety levels is through the roof. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty, uncertainty, unknown, unknowing. So, yes. and it's kind of interesting that, right, like COVID is attacking our lungs too. Which attacks our breath, right. and I feel like even just the str- even the stress alone that we're going through is going to attack our lungs already. So it's going to start to give us a shortness of breath. All, mm. all these things with with breathing, it's like it's interesting how like the what's happening even with like George Floyd, yes, like the hashtag I can't breathe, you know. So it's all like it's just this huge awareness of our breath, and and I think that's where everything starts. So if we could start to like pay attention to our breath and how to master our breathing. Through, through like one of the meditations that I that, that I showed on my Instagram, or just just practicing just slow belly breathing, or whenever you feel stressed out, just to, to pay attention how you're breathing, and if you can start to slow down your breathing, then you're going to start to slow down your mind, slow down your emotions, and it, and the more you practice this, is the more that you start to to have the power to to respond to events rather rather than to react. Yes. Um, yeah, so breathing is huge. It's kind of interesting. Three months ago, I I, I created a course, a breathing, uh, a little breathing course, and I never put it out. I just started doing some objects, and I forgot to put it out. Yeah, I'm hoping to do that in August, actually. I'm hoping to release a couple of courses, a free course and then a paid course. Teach people to just the power behind their breath and how they can use it to change their lives.
0: Yes. I was very... Um inspired by you because you when you were breathing when you were inhaling i mean you were inhaling like for a long time (laughs) (laughs) and i was like (laughs) yeah i I was like oh my (laughs) gosh like yeah what's wrong with me what's wrong with me so it's funny yeah you can
1: breathe. it's funny so one time one time i was visiting family in chile and i'm watching a movie with my aunt <laughs> and she's like what's wrong with you i was like what do you mean she's like why are you breathing so deeply <laughs> i was like what do you i was like what do you mean i mean this is how you breathe she's like no but why do you breathe so deep like how can you breathe so deep and long <laughs> and i'm like how do you breathe and like we compared her breathing and it was she was like all oh, rapid short breathing but she constantly has panic attacks and i'm like yeah, that's that's the difference like that's how we're supposed to breathe, but we're taught to constantly be in a panic and go and go and go. So we we breathe our, like our, our breath matches our 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 mentality and our emotions. And but yeah, she's funny. She's like, yeah, you breathe so deeply. So but but it's something that I've had the I've I've been blessed to be practicing this for a long time, almost twenty one years now.
0: Oh okay.
1: Uh, and even this breathing technique, which I first learned from Kundalini Yoga ninety nine. Um, it's what really helped me actually become sober. Like I've been sober now for, oof, uh, I don't know, seventeen years or so,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's because of these breathing techniques. Because a lot so, of times there's there's certain practices that I would do that I just I feel high afterwards, and I feel I I I just feel blissed out and at peace the whole day. That I didn't feel like I needed to drink or even smoke herb anymore.
0: Wow. That's empowering. Yeah. That's great yeah. because I know I couldn't. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> and you just kept going and going and going, <laughs> and I was like, I was almost exhaling at the same
1: time, you know. So yeah. that yeah.
0: is, I. And my nephew he used to tell me all the time, "Auntie, breathe, breathe." Mm-hmm. You know, you're not breathing, and he's so right. And you're and doing this time, you're right. Our breath. It's definitely important we take for granted, right? Just to yep. inhale and exhale. It's it's really a blessing to do yeah. that. Yeah, I'm so... Thank you so much for that. Um, or can you tell people like where to reach you if they need to contact you or get your um, coaching experience or to learn how to breathe and all that good stuff?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, well, you can find me on Instagram, under holistic fit tribe and you can check out my website holisticfittribe.com as well and i think the best place to find me though is uh it's on instagram right now um i'm, I'm kind of redoing my website so i'm going to have some new offerings there i'm going to have some like i said the the free uh breathing course i'm going to aim for for mid-july to offer that it's called a uh, power to breathe so that's going to be like a little mini master class where i'm going to teach people how to body instantly into like a a more relaxed state um i'm going to teach people how to how to stop anxiety before it starts so i have within even within the reading course there's a whole section that i have that's just based on anxiety it's like i call it the anxiety toolkit and it's ways Mm. to to just to stop anxiety really to stop your panic attacks to take it from a level 10 to level two Um, because that's something that i used to have also in my, in my early in my late teens early 20s i was i was suffering a lot from panic attacks so this breathing techniques mm. helped me a lot too mm. um yeah and i'm going to teach people also how to use your breath to change your habits as well nice so yeah so you can find me on instagram at holistic fit tribe that's the handle
0: okay awesome well i'm really honored honor to have coach sebastian thank you so much coach for joining us and sharing all of your goodness (laughs) i hope everyone out there is breathing yes breathe and uh, please check out coach sebastian on instagram because i have been doing his breath work and it definitely works and remember to rather live a life full of experiences and lessons instead of wondering what could have happened yes truly (laughs) well everyone that's it of episode eight i hope you had a good time and thanks again for joining in on living an organic and orgasmic life a podcast by Event Summers.